Hey everybody, it's me, Tom Booker, and this is the Good Morning I Love You Show with Tom Booker, your daily dose of positive stuff that helps start your day off right. Happy Friday, dear listeners. I know it's really Saturday, but it looks like we're having another Phone a Friend Friday episode of the Good Morning I Love You Show on Saturday. I promise you that I tried to get this episode out yesterday, but due to a series of bad breaks and misunderstandings, along with me screwing up the editing in a major way, this episode is coming out on Saturday. Just deal with it. I have something to tell you that I hope will help you deal with it, and that's good morning. I love you. Friday, dear listeners. I know that it's Saturday, but just continue to deal with it. That means that it's Phone a Friend Friday, the first Phone a Friend Friday of 2022. And I'm overjoyed that we're starting off 2022 with my friend Asaf Ronan. Asaf and I were roommates for a number of years in Austin, and we used to run the Institution Theater together. We used to tell people that we shared a bathroom, a business, and a therapist. Hi, Mary Jo. Asaf has been an improviser, an improv teacher, and an improv director for more than 30 years. And he teaches improv workshops all over the world. He's a great guy, a good friend, and it was wonderful to get to talk to him again. But enough of my yakking. Let's go to the phone. Hey, everybody. It's me, Tom Booker. And I'm here with my good friend, Asaf Ronan. Asaf, do you have something that you want to say to our audience before we begin? Sure. Good morning. I love you. That was really good, Asaf. Thank you. I was working on that. I bet you were. Because I know you, you You like to rehearse. Yes. Being an improviser for many years, you learn to rehearse. Improv is known for its rehearsals. Yes, they go hand in hand in hand. There's three hands, even. It's that important. You yes-handed a hand. I yes-handed. And then you did a pun. We're going to dedicate that pun to Tyler Price. Yes, shout out to Tyler Price. Yes. The lover of puns. Him and Terrell Fisher, if you remember him correctly. Oh, yes. Lover of puns. It's remarkable to see someone make so many dad jokes without having children. Yes, yes. All right, so the way it's going to work, Asaf, is I'm going to ask you a few questions, and you're going to answer them. It's just that easy. Sounds great, because I really want to win that car. Good. It's a good car. It's a 1999 Saturn. Of course it is, All right, Asaf, your first question is, what makes you happy? I'm going to narrow down the list, because lately I've been pretty happy overall. So some of the things that really make me happy, teaching, of course, makes me very happy. Watching one of my students' faces light up when you kind of get them someplace where they get to do something that they wouldn't normally let themselves do. That moment is classic happiness. Coffee makes me happy. But not just coffee, coffee culture. I love sitting at coffee shops. I love watching people at coffee shops. I don't know, Tom, if you ever saw the list that I was keeping of all the coffee shops that I've been in in Austin. It's grown quite a bit. I think your goal was 75. Is that correct? I passed that goal. I'm at 94 coffee shops. Are there 94 coffee shops in Austin? There are more than that. I'm going to hit 100 soon. I have to plan which is the hundredth, but I'm very caffeinated. Will you promise me something? After you hit your 100th Austin coffee shop, will you come back on the Good Morning I Love You show podcast? Hey, let's do the podcast live from that hundredth coffee shop. They'd love the shout out. I would love that. 
And one other thing that very much makes me happy, we have a dog now, my girlfriend Emily and I, and there are these moments where we're all on the bed together. He used to bark at one of us if we were outside of the bedroom to bring us into the bedroom because he likes us all being together. And so sometimes all of us just cuddle on that bed and just that moment of calm, that brings me a lot of happiness too. Oh, that's good. You were always very, very nice to Dexter. Dexter. I was. Dexter has one and a half fans. I'm the full fan, and you're probably the half fan. I'm a full fan because he's not mine, and I don't live with him, so he can do whatever he wants and still have me on his side. There is an episode of the podcast where I interview Dexter. Oh, great. Did he talk about why he pooped in three distinct piles on my bed? I forgot about that. How could you forget such a stellar moment in the arc of the relationship between me and Dexter? For those of you wondering what's going on, we had visitors. We actually had three visitors, and I think you thought the three separate piles of poop were on purpose. Yes, one for each of them. Does everybody know we used to be roommates? Yes. We had three visitors, and they all stayed in my room while I stayed on the couch. And after they left, before I had a chance to change the sheets, luckily enough, three little gifts. I do remember that I felt terrible. Yeah, you didn't stop laughing, though. That part I don't remember, but I'm sure it's true. Oh, it's very much true. You felt bad while laughing incessantly. Which I think is kind of a marker of our relationship. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> great answer. The next question is, what do you suggest other people? What do you suggest other people do when they're? What are you doing? Take a breath. Right. Just take a breath. You always say that, like, Tom, slow down. I know this is a persona. This persona knows how to breathe too. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the longest episode of the Good Morning I Love You Show, which is fine. All right, Asaf, your next question is, if someone's feeling down, what do you suggest they do for a little pick-me-up? Well, uh, I'm not going to have a simple answer because I think humans are complicated, and especially when we're feeling down, when we're feeling depressed, when we're feeling whatever, it's not a simple thing. So this is going to be a multi-part answer because I think there are three main things that help me when I'm down. One is, I always remember what all my depressive moments have in common. They ended. And that's very helpful to remember that they all ended, eventually. Some longer than others, but they still ended. Secondly, I always think about what's a little thing I can do to move the needle. You can't snap your fingers and suddenly, oh, I'm going to be happy again because I decided it. No, sometimes you got to move the needle. And so what's a little thing that I can change that helps? For me, I go out and do a 10-minute walk in the complex because sometimes the change of scenery is what I need, especially during this pandemic. Being in this apartment and staring at these same walls for long periods of time can have an effect. Sometimes it's about changing the mood, and so one thing I love doing is karaoke on YouTube. I'll just sing to myself a song that I love or a song that's ridiculous, get into my body a little bit. Sometimes it's changing the fact that you're alone in this moment and reaching out to someone that you're thinking about something that you need to think about something else for a little bit. So what little thing that you can change? And then finally, the thing that helps me sustain that is I try to have things 
that I'm looking forward to all the time. It can be as small as I'm going to have a half hour to myself to do whatever I want. That's a great little gift every once in a while to have. Or I'm going to get to talk with my friend Tom on this podcast about happiness. Or I'm going to go teach on this day or go have coffee with this friend. Always have a little something that I'm looking forward to. And then is there something I can schedule that I'm looking forward to a little sooner than that? And just little by little, move the needle and I find myself in a better place. That was a great answer, Asaf. Oh, thanks. I rehearsed that as well. Oh, good. Yeah, oh. you're welcome. Okay, Asaf, your last question is if you could put anything you wanted on a billboard and put that billboard anywhere you wanted, what would you put on the billboard and where would you put it? Okay, good question. So right now I'm working for a nonprofit arts organization, and it's a lot about taking care of artists because artists are not taken care of enough. And we don't think about the arts except when we're directly consuming it. We don't think about all the arts education that needs to exist. We don't think about all the arts support and all the companies that need help even when they're not putting up a show that you're coming to. And we forget how much the arts matter. So I would want to put up a billboard that say arts matter or to quote a fundraising drive that I did lately, home is where the arts is. And I would love to put it right across the street from the Capitol because I think our legislators need to recognize how much the arts are a part of our community and how much they offer beyond just letting people do that thing that they love and how dare they want to be paid for it. Across from the <laughs> Texas State Capitol. Yes. This podcast is international. Oh, yes. And I would want to put it across from the Texas State Capitol so the legislature there could see it every day and be reminded. Cool. And while you're down there, looking at your billboard and go to Hideout Coffee Shop and have another cup of coffee, which is probably within the first 10 on your list of coffee shops in Austin. It's number one. Oh, probably yeah. for me, too. Yeah. My first reason to come to Austin was to attend a festival taking place at the Hideout Coffee Shop. So that is number one. Hi, Kareem. <laughs> and Jessica and Roy. And Jessica and Roy. Because, you know, Jessica and Roy might listen to this podcast. I don't know if this is a cream. Cream would listen because we're friends. Well, this will be the test of that. Huh? It will. All right. Now, Asaf, we always end with a quote for the day. And as the friend on this Phone a Friend Friday, you're responsible for the quote. Do you have a quote for us? I do have a quote. And I've been thinking about this quote a lot, especially as I've just gotten back into teaching after a huge break during the pandemic. And this is a quote, I think, from a friend we have in common who I didn't get the chance to know very well because he died early in the development of our relationship, but he still had a huge impact on me. And that's Martin DeMont. And one of the things that he would tell every one of his students, and I know he sincerely believed it, is you are pure potential. And I think that's such a wonderful message to empower your students with. And I think we could empower each other more with. You are pure potential. So that's my choice for a quote today. There you have it, dear listeners. If you'd like to get more life lessons from Asaf, you can pick up his book, Directing Improv, Show the Way by Getting Out of the Way. There's a link to his book in the show notes. You can also read many of Asaf's essays that he's written about improv on his website, yesand.com. Also a link in the show notes. Now let's all go out there and remember, you are pure potential. But before you go, Asaf has something that he wants to tell you, and that's... Good morning. I love you.
so much for doing it. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Thank you for asking. It was, uh, it was a pleasure and uh, great to catch up. I miss um, you, man. I'd love for you to come out and then put on a, a workshop. You might want to come in the fall. It's beautiful here. I like seeing the fall. You know, we don't have it here. All right, man. Thank you so much. This is great. I love you so much. I'm so love glad you you're part of my life. And tell everybody in Austin that I said hello. Will do. And best to Janet. All right. Bye. Bye, Dexter. He doesn't care. He's pooping right now. Yeah, he's thinking about pooping. He's dreaming of pooping. On he's like, where's the soft pillow? Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.